Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Monday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of Deseret News. It's great to be with you. And obviously, we are in full scale uh, down the stretch we come as it relates to the 2020 election cycle. Uh, we have just released a new Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics poll regarding Utah's 4th Congressional District between Representative Ben McAdams, the, in, the incumbent, and uh, Burgess Owen, the challenger. And uh, it is neck and neck. Uh, as of this, uh, this was a poll we conducted between uh, October 12th and the 17th. So it is hot off the press there to be sure. 800 likely likely voters in the 4th District. Uh, margin of error is 3.5%. So uh, it is uh, super tight. Burgess Owens currently at 46% and Ben McAdams at 45%. So if you compare that to where we were a month ago, uh, Ben McAdams has maintained the uh, uh, same rate. He was at 45 uh, percent a uh, month ago, and he is at 45 percent today. Burgess Owens had a little bit of an uptick by about five points, uh, up to 46 uh, percent. So clearly, we, it is a toss-up. It is going to come down to turnout uh, will be the key, as it always is. And in a pandemic year, that makes it even uh, more interesting and more challenging. And so we'll continue to watch that. Uh, obviously, this is a, a campaign that uh, has a lot of national implications, and a lot of people are looking at it. And sadly, a lot of outside groups are spending on it. And we are being hit with a barrage of just incredibly negative campaign ads, uh, many filled with, uh, on both sides, uh, that are not 100% the truth, not 100% accurate. Uh, there's a lot of wiggle room in there. And, of course, the real problem is the candidates can just shrug their shoulders and say, well, that's not my campaign, that's uh, that's a super PAC uh, it's outside money. I can't really coordinate with them anyway, uh, which is why we've got to change that part of the process. Uh, candidates should not be able to just, you know, benefit from a real negative ad uh, and uh, be free of any kind of obligation or responsibility in terms of the messaging and what's in there. Uh, so really, really tough, uh, really tight race. So it is going to come down to who shows up, uh, who gets off their couch and goes to the kitchen table uh, and actually casts a vote, gets it into the mail. Uh, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, but I, I want to hit a couple of things just in light of that. And you can follow all the polling. We've got some really fascinating polling coming out uh, throughout the week this week. And you can uh, find that on Deseret.com as well as wall-to-wall coverage here on KSL News Radio as we come down the home stretch. And so there's a couple of things that I want you to keep in mind as we're doing that. You You may have your ballot sitting on your kitchen table. You may just be waiting to fill it out. You may be looking for some more information. One of the first things I, I always caution people about at this point in any race, local or national, uh, we have entered officially what is called silly season. 
and silly season is where you get uh, you get supporters on both sides. Again, you get outside money on both sides that just start making wild claims. And some of them are just downright silly. Some of them are obnoxious, and some of them are, are just outright, un, outright untrue. And you have to be able to decipher through that. Uh, I always kind of joked that down the home stretch, you know, this is where you're going to see one candidate, you know, uh, hates ice cream and the other doesn't like puppies. And, you know, you're going to get all kinds of weird things out there, uh, especially on social media, that's going to try to paint a negative picture of one of the candidates. And it's just silly. Uh, So you just need to ignore that kind of stuff. If it sounds silly, if it sounds like it's just really out there piece of information, uh, don't buy it. Don't accept it. And please, oh, please do not let it influence your vote. And so that leads to the uh, the challenge for a lot of voters is how in the world are you supposed to decipher through all the information that's coming at you down the home stretch of a campaign? And so a couple of things as we enter silly season. And again, there'll be some wild claims, national level, state level, local level. Uh, that That's when this happens. You're going to get things in your email box. Things are going to show up in your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed. And uh, it's going to be just these wild claims. So first, check your sources uh, and just recognize it's really important when we consume information. Make sure you can say, okay, is this news? Is it credible news? Is this an analysis piece? Has someone really gone in depth? Are they looking at research and stats and and things that are are, uh, that they can corroborate and so on? So is it is it an analysis? And then. Is it just opinion and commentary? Knowing just the difference of those three things can be a big help to you as you're trying to fill out your ballots, you're trying to make some decisions on important races, important amendments here in the state of Utah, for sure. And so just look at it. Is it news? Is it analysis? Or is it opinion and commentary? Understanding the difference of those makes all the difference. Because we have to be able to step back and actually assess these things and say, what, what does this actually mean? So check your sources, uh, especially during silly season. The next thing I think that's important for all of us as we look at voting, I, I think we've lost sight of what the act of voting is really all about. Too many of us are voting solely for a singular outcome. And while the outcome matters, to be sure, and we we go to the poll to cast a vote, vote to have our voice heard on these critical issues, but it's not the only reason you vote. Uh, if we only voted with the assurance that our vote was going to be for the winning side, uh, that, that doesn't really help us a whole lot. It doesn't really take us anywhere. And so why do we vote? Why does that act of voting why is that so important, regardless of whether you cast your vote for the winning candidate or the losing candidate, or whether you write in a candidate that maybe has no chance of winning? All of those, all of those matter. All of those are important. So if you're thinking, ah, I'm not going to vote because the person I want isn't going to win anyway, uh, you need to vote. And some may say, well, hey, the candidate I want is so far ahead, I don't, I don't really need to vote. They've got it all figured out. You need to vote. And if you can't decide somebody, um, just make sure that you're writing in somebody that you could vote for. That matters. That's important. 
So all of those are good, healthy, possible outcomes. So your vote does matter and make it matter. Make your voice heard. But don't do it just because of what the outcome may or may not be. Do it because you're a citizen. You're a citizen of this state. You're a citizen of this country. And in our representative democracy, how you vote does matter. But do it Do it on purpose. Do it by choice. Uh, don't do it by chance. Don't just wait around. And in the end, uh, I think we need to have more of the kind of conversations that uh, two-time presidential candidate, former Illinois Governor Adlai Stevenson said. Said, let's talk sense to the American people. Let's tell them the truth. There are no gains without pains. That they that we are now on the eve of great decisions, not easy decisions. What counts now is not just what we're against, but what we're for. Who leads us is less important than what leads us. What convictions? What courage? What faith? I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us here on KSL's Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.